Hello and welcome to Unconditioning Love, where I, Lydia, your host, guide you through the profound journey of deconstructing love to rediscover its unconditional essence. Join me as we explore stories of resilience, speaking with individuals from the LGBTQ community, those who have found love post-narcissistic relationships, and courageous souls breaking free from high-control religions. Together, let's unravel the layers of conditional love and embrace the boundless beauty of love without conditions. Hello and welcome to today's solo episode. Today, I'm going to be unpacking the word fellowship. For those of us who were brought up in an exclusivity energy, right, meaning that um, it was very exclusive in the way that we were brought up, I don't think we realize, we tend to realize, especially when we're in it, how toxic it really is and also how many different areas of our life it impacts. So this idea of fellowship, growing up, hearing this word, it really was all about us meeting on Sundays and on Wednesdays and, um, you know, sharing our testimonies because for those who are not part of the meetings, we meet in a home and each person comes and shares their quote unquote testimony, right? Or um, something that is meant to encourage the group that um, is there. And what I found is, and I want to say this is, is more of a general statement. It's not specific. There are exceptions to this for sure. And I, I know some of these exceptions. I've heard some of these um, people speaking, but for the majority of the testimonies, I almost feel like Imagine when you're at the hospital and everyone has on, you know, these gloves and, you know, a mask and they're working really carefully to make everything sterile. Like, I feel like that's how our testimonies were. Like, it it wasn't this moment of true vulnerability where people are coming together to really be there for one another. It was more about this feeling and pressure that you have to bring something to share and you also want to make sure that it sounds good and the other people approve of it. And because of the um, different rules kind of put into place all growing up, we have been so much in this energy of external validation and proving ourselves to other people that fellowship became this thing that um, no longer actually meant this deep vulnerability and trust with each other and it was more about your status and um if you have nice words and things like that and like I said this was not the case for everyone but I definitely um especially like looking back on the Sunday morning meetings and Wednesday night meetings I felt like it was not always a safe place for people to really show up as who they were Um, And now that, and in my now current idea of fellowship and community, like fellowship is really about sharing, you know, your soul with someone else and being able to go deep. And what's really beautiful about kind of like fast forwarding to where I am now, um, I have fellowship with so many different people. Like, I mean, pretty much every time that I take an Uber drive or a Bolt, because here um, we use Bolt more than Uber, um, 
I have fellowship with the Volt driver. Like we start talking and we get into this deep, you know, connection of spiritual thoughts or things that are going on in their life or my life. And it ends up like being this profound conversation. And I find this like wherever I go, I meet so many people like almost every single day. I, I find people like this, right? Like we just start talking and we, we connect on a soul level. And I really think that the reason that this didn't happen so much when I was in the meetings was because when you grow up in this environment where you are taught that you can only have fellowship with people that, you know, look exactly like you, dress exactly like you, are in the same church as you, um, and not only in the same church, but like the people that are, you know, following, quote unquote, the doctrine in the right way, um, then it creates this idea that these other people that you're around every day are not, you're not able to connect with them. And so you start, you actually um, put them in a different energy, like a different level. And it's very harmful. Um, So when you take that away, then all of a sudden you are able to connect with literally anyone and it becomes like just everyday interactions can become so magical and so beautiful and I just I love it so much one of the experiences that really shook me to my core when I was still in the meetings um, was I at the time was living in North Carolina I had a music studio and um, this lady reached out she found my information online she was a music instructor as well Um, and she learned that I was teaching simply music, which is a particular type of modality of teaching. And I was certified as a music, um, simply music teacher. And so she saw that on the simply music website, she had been listening to a podcast about simply music. And so she like cold called me and she said she like was a teacher in the area and she wanted to learn more about, um, that modality of teaching. So we had a really nice conversation and we ended up planning to meet up at a coffee shop. And the first day that we met, I like instantly knew that we were going to become good friends because when she walked in, well, I shouldn't say because, because this really had nothing to do with it, but it was just, there were a lot of like little serendipitous moments. And one of those moments was she walked in with the exact same purse that I have. And it's like a super random purse that I've never seen anyone else have. Um, And I was just like, oh my goodness. And so we started talking and come to find out she also grew up in a a very fundamentalist um, religion and she had recently started making steps to leave the religion. And she was still a Christian, but she was leaving this particular fundamentalist sect, um, she and her husband both. And she was also homeschooled. Like there were so many parallels in our life. And, um, but she was a little more advanced in where she was at in terms of the deconstruction process. So she started taking me through some of that, like her own journey and sharing. And we became like instant friends and we started getting together during the week. Um, and I, at one point was in Florida visiting uh, my grandparents and my, I was talking with my, my grandpa about this, about how I met a friend who is also Christian and how we have so many beautiful spiritual conversations. And it's just so encouraging And he looked at me and he was like, Lydia, he's like, you do not even realize that if you are having fellowship with an unbeliever, you are pretty much 
having fellowship with Satan, which means that you are not in the right place. If you're able to have fellowship with her, that means you are not in the right spirit. That's what he told me. And like, I obviously knew that that was not true and that it just, it really shook me because in saying that he was casting judgment on this person that he didn't know at all. And that experience really was an eye opener for me because then I started to become aware of that um, more than before, right? Um, so I think I needed to go through that in order to to really open my eyes all the way to what was going on around me. When it happens close to home, then it starts to become more real. And sometimes that's what we need in order for us to see all of the others that are going through that judgment. Um, or, you know, it's like simply by being a part of that in community, I was partaking in that. Um, and it took me a while to understand that. I mean, I do feel like everyone has their time. Like, I think that in this process, like that looks different for each one, each person. And, um, so wherever you're at is exactly where you need to be. Um, but I'm just so grateful now in knowing true fellowship and what that looks like and how beautiful that is. And wherever you are at in your deconstruction process, like stay the course because part of working through this, part of releasing these limiting beliefs, these conditions that we have grown up hearing about or the, the conditioning that we've had, right? Because of growing up in this environment, um, part of that, like on the other side of that is that you become more free to just connect with your fellow human, like anyone, literally anyone, um, that is, you know, obviously safe uh, for you. Um, but it's just super cool. It's super cool to be in that place. Like this last Sunday, I hosted a, um, meditation like circle and um i've been doing that i co-host that every sunday and it's so beautiful like a group of women and each week it's like a different group because um most of us are expats we travel and so you end up just getting different um, women who are free but it's just so it's such a nice place because we're all coming together and um for either 30 minutes to 45 depending on the week we go silent and like literally everything is silent and we just kind of each have our own meditation and then outside of that we do like a card reading or we you know um read a little bit together in the circle in the group and we share um, we share about our experience of going inward and um it just is always a really vulnerable and beautiful place of connection and um the thing about our spirituality is it's very personal and it's really important in fellowship that there is that personal aspect allowed because like I can't compare my experience with yours because it's going to be different we're going to need different things and so if there's that energy of comparison there if, if we're coming into the group to compare, then you already lose something. You can't go vulnerable with someone else who you know is, is just there to critique you or to compare. Um, and so it really is interesting to kind of unpack how we grew up and that idea of fellowship. And I think the other thing I wanted to touch on in this podcast is that um, when we left 
the meetings, we, we started having, like when we first left, we started having a little group um, at our house to do Bible study. I think in that moment, like that felt the safest because we were so used to that. And for so much of our life, we had that, that we didn't want to like completely cold turkey leave that. Um, and then, you know, it's evolved as we've evolved. Um, but what was really interesting is so many people asked me, I got emails or like Facebook messages from people I barely knew who found out that I had left and was asking me how I was having fellowship. And this is the part that I want to underline because their definition of fellowship wasn't actually like fellowship the way that I know fellowship now. Their definition was, who are you meeting with? And um, also it was coming from a place of judgment. And really that culture, like how other people feel like it's their business to know how you are connecting with God and how you are continuing your spiritual evolution, you know, whether you call it God, source, nature, um, it's so personal. It's really, 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 really personal. And so, um, that is now at this point, it's a huge red flag for me. Like anytime anyone says that to anyone that I know, I'm just like, hold up. Like that's a boundary issue right there. Like, because and I, I know, as I'm saying this, I also know that those people don't realize that. Um, and when something is one way in our life, it usually is in other ways. So like when it comes to boundaries, they probably feel the same way. Like they're putting that on us, but they're also probably, they feel that way, like in their own life, like other people are judging them in that same aspect because in the meeting energy, it's like the, the most bizarre part is that Like I mentioned that the fellowship meetings don't feel super intimate and vulnerable. Like you don't really feel like you can actually share how you're feeling because someone might like, like take those words against you later. Like it's not safe for you to actually be completely vulnerable, but in the same aspect, everyone knows about each other's stuff and there's not boundaries there. So I think when you kind of bring those two together, it just combines to make a very toxic mix. Um, and I also want to clarify that I have been in very positive groups in my past. One of those was in North Carolina and I loved our group of people. It was like, I felt like everyone in that group, they were in a different energy and it was really, it really was a place where, where people could just come and show up as they were. And those are the type of spaces, whether it's in meeting or whether it's, you know, somewhere else, those are the type of, of spaces that you want to find yourself in where you can really be yourself and also where others can be themselves. Like their true authentic self can be, you know, seen, heard and held. Um, and so I'm so excited to continue to, um, grow my community and continue to grow spaces for others and for myself where this can be the case. Um, And so this word fellowship is one of those words for me that is very important um, because I love, I love fellowship and I love going deep with people. And I'm so grateful now on the flip side of things that I can literally go deep with my Uber driver. (laughs) I can go deep with like so many people and every single day is filled with these beautiful moments of connection with others. And Um, So wherever you're at in your deconstruction process, 
continue forward because on the other side of it comes deep connection and it's really a beautiful thing. You have been listening to Unconditioning Love. I am Lydia, your host, and I ask that if you gained something from this podcast, even if it was just to help you to think a little bit more deeply about a concept, I ask that you would go onto iTunes and review this podcast. It's super, super helpful, guys, whenever you rate or review the podcast. Um, And another way that you can give back is through sharing this podcast. Share it with a friend, share it with someone who would also benefit from listening. You can also share it on your Instagram stories and you can tag me at keeny.lydia and I'm going to spell that out for you. It's K-E-E-N-E-Y dot L-Y-D-I-A. I'll see you next week.